Welcome in to the Dream Team Fantasy Podcast. The song is saying goodbye, but we're saying hello. Welcome in. Welcome. Now, we're kind of a short staff today. Hugo bailed on us, but, you know, whatever. It is what it is. We still got Joshua Chowder Fleetner in here. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is a good one. Mm-hmm. This is not so much a podcast as it is a club today, because we are getting it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have me, your host, Derek Escabel. I don't even know how this song starts, but I'm going with it. Uh-oh, we're going to start the fire. Okay, it's listen probably- to these three songs. Can you guess what we're going to dream team today? How's this one related? Because it's related. Okay. I'm gonna wait till later to tell you guys what the dream team is. We're gonna uh, have to. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wait we're gonna wait a little bit. Uh, but yeah, very entertaining dream team coming for up. for our live listeners. If you want to throw out a guess of what what's going on, go ahead. Aladdin. No. 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 no, 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 no. no. That's not it. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> we have one live listener. One. Um, a lot better than I thought. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. If you know it, you know it. I'm surprised you don't know what that last, what that song was for. But whatever. We'll move on. I'm sure it'll come to me and I'll feel like an idiot. Yeah. So. You, you sure will. Um, but anyways, we are getting into it. Most of the news from this last week was uh, related to today's episode and wide receivers. But we will start by uh, offering our condolences to the family and friends of Dwayne Haskins as he passed away yep. this past week at the age of 24, unfortunately, uh, crossing the freeway, got hit and was pronounced, fortunately, uh, dead on the scene. So condolences to him. Um, you know, seems like he had a lot of people that uh, really supported him and mm-hmm. were in his corner. You know, there was a lot of former teammates from Ohio State, Washington, that were Pittsburgh. So it's like, you know, for you to get that amount of love from people, unfortunately, it's been doing the right thing. Untimely, yeah. So, uh, yeah, all that affected our condolences. Um, So, yeah, but other than that, we had Stephon Diggs, of course, the day after the podcast recording. Day after. Signs a big deal to stay. In Buffalo, um, what was it? It was like six was, years uh, on top of his. Was it six, or I thought it was another four? I thought it was a four-year extension and added like another hundred and something million. I'm not a hundred percent sure on the details. Uh, anyways, he's gonna be in Buffalo for a long time. For, for a long time, I think it's more likely his brother joins him than the opposite way around. Like, oh, they 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 were talking about it. Yeah, like him and Trayvon, uh, but. Yeah, uh, I mean, Josh Allen has been talked about as the number one quarterback in fantasy, so obviously 
doesn't hurt him. That just builds his case even more, I think. Yeah, he's got that number one guy. Just that guaranteed to be there, built too. Built familiarity with the past few years. So, uh, yeah, he's he's in a good spot. Stephon Diggs is in a good spot, too, because they have that connection. Mm-hmm. And then Brandon Cooks was kind of a surprise. He re-signed with the Texans for two years. He there was a lot of trade talk coming out that shocking it didn't happen. Like I think that just shows maybe the Texans aren't going into the full rebuild then. No, they said they wanted to keep him from the get go. Uh, a lot of the issues did start. I think it was last year after they traded away Mark Ingram, and he was not very happy about that. So that's where kind of you know the trade rumors started. But obviously. The relationship wasn't strained enough, mm-hmm. and there he's going back. Gives Davis Mills a true number one guy to throw to. See, I think it gives you. A, I think it makes you in like a dynasty able to maybe go out and look at a Davis Mills and just see if you can't pick him up cheap. Yeah, uh, and I, I like it too for someone young like Nico Collins on the Texans. I mean. He was a rookie last year. Allows him to learn under a veteran receiver. Mm-hmm. Takes kind of off that pressure where he doesn't have to go in and be the number one right away. So I like it for Nico Collins a lot as well. Um, for most of that team, it's a good thing because it's just a veteran presence on a team that's going to be super young. Yeah, if they go out and get Brees Hall or Kenneth Walker, I'm going to be be a little bit interested in these uh, you might be in a buyer in a these, buyer on the offensive Texans. side yeah might be we'll see uh i mean probably not really that much but you know they do play jacksonville bit. twice so that is always <laughs> helpful always always so yeah other than that i don't really have too much other news going on melvin gordon uh, was visiting and in talks with the ravens nothing came out of it Something's going to happen tomorrow. Um, we're going to try to predict it at the end of this episode, maybe. I want to say this is the week that nothing big happens, but <laughs> we'll see, I we'll guess. See. You know, every week it happens. Every so, week you know, it does, we so kinda... we got to be prepared for it. Yeah. DK's been talked about getting traded for the last, like, four and a half weeks now. Who uh, knows? They might pull the trigger finally. They might. Send him to Philly. I don't know. Did we talk about it last week that the Titans shut shut down the AJ Brown? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Uh, Debo went and deleted all his uh, 49ers stuff off his. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, he's pulling a Kyler Murray. He is. Um, yeah. Debo, <laughs> Terry McLaurin are two other big uh, receivers that are looking for new contracts. Uh, so. Hear that, Philly? Look Debo. Out there. Debo. You want Debo in Philly? Dude, I'll take I'll just take a wide receiver that can produce more than our number two guy. Who is your number two? We don't have one. That's why. It's a ghost. I mean It's a ghost of Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager plays like number two, but he may not he's not the wide receiver two. No, our wide receiver two right now is um Dallas Goddard. I would say he's wide receiver one and a half. Okay. Um, I think he deserves that much. One and a half? One and a half. Doesn't deserve more than that? I mean, he deserves wide receiver one, but we have a true wide receiver one right now with Devontae Smith. You can't disrespect the man right now. 
How many thousand yard seasons does he have? Gonna Goddard has more. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, <coughs> uh, but yeah. Not much going on right now. It's no, quiet it's time. A, a little bit quiet. You know, everyone's getting prepared for the draft. About a m- little over a month away, right? No. Like, End of April. Like Never mind. Two, <laughs> two weeks away, man. Dude, this is this is how work's gone. It's my brain. Time is time's non existent. There's no such thing Literally as time. Two weeks from Thursday is the NFL draft. Oh. And you're saying over a month. <laughs> I got my I got my months mixed oh up. Oh my gosh! All right. I was my math is off. Something, Mister Accountant. Yeah, <laughs> that one was that was that was that was wild. And I'm the only like person out of all of us to be excited because we got two first rounders and you guys are just sitting on the sideline. Yeah, we don't pick till day two. Yeah. Uh, this is a weird year for the draft because how how many teams have two or multiple first? Oh my gosh! We got the Jets. The Giants, your Eagles, Saints, Saints. Packers, um, Chiefs. That kind of makes it like I think it's gonna make for a boring draft, kind of, because there's really not much you can like trade around. Like obviously those teams, that's half the draft. Twelve picks, just under half and the draft. I might be missing another team that might have multiple picks as well. Probably. But can't think about it right now not going to try no not gonna worry about it no oh it's crazy it'll be a fun one yeah if you're in the if you have a pick all right before we get into our top receivers up in this upcoming draft what are the top three landing spots for a one of these top guys coming out who would where would you in the dynasty league, be the most excited for one of these guys to land. Oh, that's uh I think you have automatic Like you two. know, like I think instantly if one of the top guys will end with Green Bay, you like that just That's where I was going. Green improves Bay. huge and then Kansas City would Kansas be the other. City would be the other, yes. All right, so and there are two places that need one too. Who's the other? Where's, what's the other landing spot where it would be pretty nice to see somebody land? Can you give me the? Are you just asking me in general? In general, yeah. Oh, okay. Like some team, someone might go fall to the second rounder. Uh, you know. Um. Shit. I'm trying to think. I mean, Dallas would be a good spot. That's a, that's a good one. Dallas would be one. I mean, Philly wouldn't be terrible, but I just there's a little worry with Hurts. But how do you feel about the Cardinals? Cardinals would be a good spot for sure. Right now, they're basically sitting there with Hopkins and Rondell Moore. Mm-hmm. So that would be a good spot because you're on a team where you know they're gonna pass. Mm-hmm. And DeAndre Hopkins taking. <laughs> All the coverage. It doesn't matter how old he is yet. Yeah. Okay. You guys. There's some good spot. I mean, there's there's quite a few. I feel like there is. You know. I look at uh, the Rams. Don't have picks, so that's never mind. <laughs> they don't know what a draft pick is. They don't. I don't think they care. They still haven't yet to resign. Um, Cleveland would be a spot that you could look at right now. 
depending even any which way that situation goes with quarterback that's a good area i'm not yeah yeah they did they trade their second rounder too i don't think so cleveland oh shit i never mind i'm dumb right there too i think they traded i'm pretty sure they did it was a first and second for i'd have to go back and look to there was too much that went my brain is fried from this off season. <laughs> no, it is. I'm trying to remember which what all happened. Trade. You remember it, but you forget a little. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna freaking start next season. I'm like, oh, Amari Cooper's on the Browns. I <laughs> forgot all, about. It. Well, I was about to say. Now I think about it. Like, oh, Amari Cooper's there. Like that wasn't. Yeah, Odell Julio still on the free agency market. Julio Jarvis. did himself no good though last year. Jarvis Landry as well. Odell's just bummed because of his knee. Mm-hmm. Landry is sounds like he's got issues in general with how what he thought his value was. Because it sounds like there was a big disconnect because he fired his agent yeah. over it. There's a lot of issues going around. I don't know. I would say, you know, New England's a team that could do good with one of the guys. <clears throat> you don't think with Devontae Parker they'd be okay just sitting pat sitting pat for a little bit. That would be that would way. be the that would be the Patriot way. Yeah, they don't really spend on receivers. Mm-hmm. I think especially after Bill spent a first rounder on Nikhil Harry, he's like yeah. never again. Never again. <laughs> Bill, thank you for joining the club of first round bust wide receivers. <laughs> Uh, All right, well, let's get into it. Top 10 wide receivers in this upcoming draft. Uh, Hugo forgot to do his homework. He's only got four. (laughs) Thanks, Hugo. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, So we'll go with our 10, and then we'll update his top four. (laughs) All righty. At number 10. Should I go with mine first since you don't have him? I have him. A lot higher. Oh, you do. Yeah, oh, yeah. Do. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is this is why he's there. You made me add him. You made me add this guy to my list. I didn't make you do anything. Well, I had eight, and you made me add nine and ten. So, once again, I didn't make you do anything. I did. Okay. Shy. Pronounce his name. Yes, that's what you should do. His name. Hold on. Give me <laughs> Jahan Dotson. There we go. From <clears throat> from uh, Purdue, that's what it's from. That's also wrong. No, it's uh, don't <laughs> hold on. It's no, it's not Purdue. It's uh, oh, don't tell me, yeah. tell me. Um, Penn State. Penn State. University. There it is. It was a P. I knew it was a P. Oh. Shut up. I'm not that's why he's here because you want to know why I have him here because you didn't know who he was. He's Jalen Rager Jr. No, he is. How is he Jalen Rager Jr.? He is the exact size of Jalen Rager. He's ran the damn near identical 40 he did, and his stats are yeah, he's an at so to me, he's like an athlete return guy to start. I don't think he's got like the severe upside at the wide receiver position right away is why I have him lower I have him a lot higher um but yeah I when I see it I see just you know talent he can beat guys off of press route running ability mm-hmm. uh, not the biggest guy 
184 pounds. But, I mean, last year, 91 catches, almost 1,200 yards and 12 touchdowns. Played pretty much his whole career uh, as a freshman got in. Only 13 catches, but still the fact that yeah. he was able to see the field for a pretty big program. That's a lot of just play time and yeah, development time. Uh, I don't see Jalen Rager Jr. in him at all, uh, especially because he will not be a first-round pick. He will probably be a third or fourth. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, so. Uh, but, yeah, I think he. I think it's he's a return-type player, athlete, like fills in for punt return, kick return. Gunners. Yeah, I see a little Terry McLaurin in him, but yeah, I, I don't think he's going to give you that immediate value coming out. He's kind of a guy that you have to hope develops and mm-hmm. gets them to a right situation and yep. can go from there. I think that's a good one, too. It's a situational deal with him. Mm-hmm. All right. For my number 10, I have John Mechie. I was about to say, how do you pronounce that last name? Mechie. I know. I have it. And from Alabama, he's the number number two out of the Alabama guys coming out this this season. He, we'll talk about his teammate a little bit. Mm-hmm. Standing at six foot, one hundred ninety five, ninety six catches last year, one thousand one hundred forty two, eight touchdowns. I mean. He does have talent. The crazy thing I looked up to about him was his 2020. Mm-hmm. He had 55 catches and 916 yards. So his his yak was definitely a lot higher, but different offenses, different deals. Yeah, I mean, 55 or, catches last year for almost 1,000 yards, that's impressive when yeah. you think about no, that is, Jalen Waddell and Devontae Smith in that offense last year. So True. Uh, yeah, almost a thousand. I guess yeah, that just gives you the reason why it wasn't t- more catches, yeah. but still a thousand yards. So yeah, he's talented. You know, can he's got a little injury history, which I think I was looking at a lot of wide receivers. They all seem to have something going on. Yeah, I don't think any of these wide receivers really have full full health going on here. But yeah, he's he's a talented receiver. Not as talented as some of these other guys on the mm-hmm. list, but he can make plays happen. I think he will be probably again third, fourth round. Yeah, and, <clears throat> I, yeah, but I think he can develop into a team in the wide receiver. Like to me, kind of almost seems like he could be a lot a Landry. Yeah, I can see like, that. Just catching, running routes. He, yeah. I mean, I, I could see, too, if team like the Detroit Lions wanted to address some other issues first couple rounds and mm-hmm. then take him later, he could be a good good fit in there with Amon Ross St. Brown and DJ Chark. So. Not too much of an investment, but still a good good player. And a guy that obviously knows how to, <coughs> you know, still get his with a whole yeah. with a talented group. Because, so. yeah, even he had Williams over him this year and yeah. still – Great year. Number nine is where you have Mr. Have, John Mechie. Yep. This is where I have Sky Moore out of Yeah, good one because I don't have him on my list, so yeah. I don't know. Broncos. Yeah, Western Michigan Broncos. Um, when I see his tape, you know, there's 
he's not the one of the guys going up and making like spectacular catches left and right, but he just kind of knows where to be. And then he's got that breakaway speed after the end of it. Uh, a lot of the times, you know, he's just beating this guy on a route, mm-hmm. getting there, and then taking one cut and going. So uh, I like him a lot. Obviously, not as much as eight other guys, but yeah, I think he has potential to be a. a, a pretty sneaky player in this draft i was about to say it's a sneaky player coming from a smaller school yeah so uh, 95 catches almost 1300 yards and 10 touchdowns uh, you know could beat guys on the slant route which is very important mm-hmm. in, in the nfl uh you know able to get that separation and everything like that so sky Moore, definitely a name to be on the lookout for in the upcoming draft yep, yep. you don't you don't have uh, one on your list correct I do not. Okay. I'll do. You, I'll go with uh, my guy who's not on your list, and he's kind of uh, he's my guy of more, and that's Jalen Tolbert. Tolbert, sorry. Tolbert. Tolbert. Out of. He's out of South Alabama, or Southern Alabama. I think it's Southern. It's I don't know. South. Yeah. So he's a six-three wide receiver, one hundred ninety-five pounds. He ran a four four nine forty, so he's got some speed with it. He had eighty two catches for fourteen hundred and seventy four yards, and so a lot of his he's a big play guy. I like it a lot. He's he's not going to come out and for that size being a deep threat type receiver. That's kind of I think a little. They don't normally happen together. I think like. So I was looking his out of all of his games this last year in 21, he had two where he didn't have a catch of over 40 yards. Every other game he had a 40 yard or more. Got that big play. Big play. He's he's definitely a big play guy. You could kind of tell by his, I mean, almost 1500 yards off of 82 catches. That's that's pretty. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> So there's a little bit, you know, you can look at it and go, well, there's numbers are somewhat of a talent issue with cornerbacks and all that, but I like him coming out. He's my, you know, I think you can get him in a dynasty draft. You're talking, I would say probably late second, maybe even third rounder. Like it, it, it's a steal. I think in my mind. Yeah. I have somebody, Huh? I have somebody who in this spot, you do bigger, bigger, faster than stronger? Jalen Tolbert. Is I don't know about stronger? stronger. I didn't see his bench press numbers, <laughs> but uh, I have Christian Watson out of North Dakota State, six foot five, two hundred eight pounds, and ran a four three six. That's insane. Yeah, uh, no bench press from the combine. Only did that the vert jump, which he got a thirty eight point five and one hundred thirty six on the broad jump. Jeez. So, this guy's an athlete. Obviously, played at a uh, lower school with um, North Dakota State, but I, you know, just watching him, obviously the lesser talent and everything, but he was just freaking burning corners left and right just, in college. So it was just like, you know, some of that is not going to translate yeah. with better talent. But to be able to, that basically shows that. That talent's not enough for you, and you can just kill him. Yeah. He's <clears throat> not going to be the most polished guy coming out. 
Um, I mean, his high was last year with 800 yards. Um, but, you know, 43 catches, 800 yards. So an average of, I think it's 18.6, I see. Seven touchdowns, 85-yard long. Um, so obviously he could break it. Mm-hmm. They use him in the kick return game. They used him as kind of like that Debo Samuel and gave him handoffs and stuff like that. So Gave him. He was an all-around guy. Yeah, so it just... Sounds like uh, he. It's always coaches. They say you can't teach size, speed, and any of that. He's got that. You can teach him the other stuff that you know. You can polish him up. If you can polish him up, it's gonna be. This will be a guy that can be a stud in this league. Yep. Um, as of right now, I kind of compare more to like a Donovan Peoples Jones, just kind of that big play guy that mm-hmm. could get you three catches, <laughs> eighty something yards, and a touchdown. But, you know, that's needed in the NFL. So yep. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see where he lands and, you know, trying to find a nice spot for him to fit in. Hopefully, he gets in with a good team that has some lesser wide receiver depth. Some lesser. Yep. All right. We're going to our number seven, guys. You have a guy, number seven. I don't have him on my list. Yep. For this guy, he is David Bell. He is Purdue. He is. The he's Purdue the guy. Purdue guy. <laughs> but he's uh he's another he's another size guy. Is a little bit. He's a six two two oh five. Um. He the the bad part was a four six five forty. That hurts. The game speed didn't match it though. Um. He looked a lot better out there. Uh. For a guy that size, some downfalls bad blocking and someone like that like i don't know like especially coming out like him to me i feel like that's a place where you have to be able to excel to be able to hit a team and be able to work your way into that depth chart so yeah something he definitely needs to work on i like speed to get the separations tough right now yeah i liked david bell's tape but yeah just like you said just kind of that he just lacks that athleticism mm-hmm. that some of the other guys have. And it's just like, it seems weird to say, but that's the speed difference between the college and NFL. Is oh, just big time. Night and day. So I, you know, I you worry can, about him. A you, lot. you can get away with the four, six, five, like type speed in college. But yeah, you get to NFL and you get those elite corners. You ain't getting no separation. 93 catches, almost 1300 yards, six touchdowns. So. It was a contest guy, but it's, you know, you can't, the contest catches, that rate drops big time. That it does. Unless you're A.J. Brown. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And then, or, you know, Megatron. Yeah. He's the GOAT. I think you kind of got to just say nothing's a t- contested catch yeah. when you're Megatron. <laughs> when you're, yeah, no. <laughs> you can have five people and ain't contested. It's just a catch. <laughs> At number seven, for me, I have a guy who has the talent to be much higher on this list. It's just dealt with injuries. And mm-hmm. uh, it's George Pickens out of Georgia. He reminds me so much when I watch the film of Mike Williams. Just that big body guy, but makes those like crazy, spectacular catches. Like there was one, I think it was in the championship game. This uh-huh. full layout. Like. Superman layout just to go get the ball and he has that ability but he just could not stay healthy. Well and 
to add on to that because he's my next guy sitting at number what six six and just looking like i read something it said he is probably the biggest boomer bust player that in this draft like like you said just the injuries dealt with it's hard to get anything on him but when he does play he shows he's got what you want from him yeah yeah i mean i think he i don't even know what he played in the national championship mm-hmm. he only played three games this year the semifinal, and i think the game before looks like he played four but probably wasn't very active for most of those so yeah he's very he's just a freak when he's on the field mm-hmm. six three two hundred i mean five catches 107 yards is is his line for this yeah. year last year 36 catches 513 yards six touchdowns year before that was his best 49 727 and eight yeah it's hard to even want to look at two-year-old tape though and like tried to to say this is what you're gonna get type deal he's he's i definitely agree he could biggest boomer bust he could be a superstar yep or he could you know be living on your ir as a team Mm -hmm. and you know gotta wonder where the risk is at you gotta be and even as a fantasy football player in dynasty is it like we we seem like we have them up there pretty pretty high but it's it is a very risk. He's just talented, though. Yeah. All right. And then so you have him at six. Him at six. At my six, this is where I have Chris Olave, or as you call him, Olave Garden. Olave uh, Garden. <laughs> I actually moved him up in my list. He got a bump. Got a little bit of a bump. He got a little bump. Okay. For me, I mean, great route runner. Great. You know, separation, he, he's got that ability. I'm just, for me, it's just like he was a little bit outshined at Ohio State mm-hmm. by not only Garrett Wilson, but by their other receiver, who I can't think of his name right now, and it's uh, pretty hard to pronounce, so I'm going to... You're going to look it up? I'm going to look it up. He was, he's... A deep, you're relying on a deep threat with him. Yeah. And to me, he's like the perfect fit. If you were to talk about one for like the Chiefs, if they could somehow work their way up early enough to get it with two picks, they could. But as a team, if 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 I'm a team and I see the Chiefs calling me, and it's early in the round, you know, I know what they're wanting. To me, Jackson Smith. Jigba is the is the <laughs> Jigba and Jigba Ninja okay is the other receiver there and as I'm looking it up, Chris Olave's stats were 65, 936, and 13 touchdowns. So he did lead in touchdowns, but mm-hmm. then Garrett Wilson and Jackson Smith and Jigba had more yards and catches. So that's just yeah, a lot of mouths to feed. He's a very especially with the speed at four three nine. I think he's just the big. He was the deep threat, even though Wilson ran a four three eight. He's the one that scares me that he could be, you know, not a Jalen Rager, but kind of one of those smaller guys who teams kind of draft hoping that they can turn into something and mm-hmm. just are average players in that. Just about, not so. turn out. Yeah, he he worries me. 
then, then the other part with him is the worry I have is being a deep threat. He lets the ball come into his chest too much when he catches. And that's a, that's a very good way to have some drops. Especially if corners are right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ohio State actually uh, on their roster right now have has Marvin jo- Marvin Harrison Jr. So that makes me feel old. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. I think I saw I saw something where he signed or if it, is it is it may have been. I don't know. I just saw the roster. them talking about who's coming in behind them. Yeah. So uh, I like Olave. Just scares me. Mm-hmm. Number five is where you have Olave. Number five is where I have Jahan Dotson. There's a big discrepancy. Big discrepancy. For us there. Yeah. I'm hoping for that Terry McLaurin out of Jahan Dotson. We'll see who's, we will we'll see. See who, who's right. <laughs> Anything else you want to add on Olave? Uh, or should we get into all of our top fours? We all have the same four in the top four. But... I, think, I think we should. We can get on to the top four. Okay. And number four. This is where me and Hugo both have Jameson Williams from Alabama. Uh, very, just, he's got tons of speed, tons of talent. Just can outrun the defender. Oh yeah, make him look silly. Had just he just tore the ACL in the was it in the national? In national uh, no, it um, was. Was it the game before? No, it was national. <sighs> I think it was national. I think it was national. Yep. Just tore his ACL, so he's going to be recovering during the whole offseason. I saw something today that he is – so they already gave him, like, a timeline of, like, a five- to seven-month recovery, Mm. like an early one. And it sounds like he's on the front side of it of, like, a five-month recovery from this. Okay. So So there's there's some good news in it. Yeah. But – He can go up, make contested catches – make some spectacular catches mm-hmm. um i can't stand his blocking ability or lack thereof he just he doesn't seem like he is interested in run blocking at all you know what i don't need him to run block if he can put up stats like 79 catches for 1500 yards i get that, that motherfucker can just it, keep running downfield for just, all it bugs me. It does. It bugs the crap out of me. Coming in in the NFL, I feel like as a rookie, like that's one thing you have to show you're willing to do. Like you need to throw that block for your running back, who's going to work their ass off. Have you have you seen the George Pickens block? I have not. Go look it up right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Yeah. All um, right. So as I'll talk more about Williams. Yeah, it's just. It's not a big deal in terms of fantasy or even NFL for run block because if you're talented, you're going to be out there either way. But it's just something that, you know, kind of almost is like, oh, he could be the type of guy that could take plays off. Um, not saying that he will or anything like that. Just kind of something I don't like seeing on tape. So, oh, is it the guy against Michigan? Was it is it the is it where he so. just goes straight up to the corner and he, he just, shoves him and he goes back seven yards and falls down? Yeah. yeah. That's a block. That's a block. That's a block. <laughs> that's, 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 that was, that's bully ball. That's a good block. The corner had no idea of what was coming. The corner was like, oh, oh, oh. So here we go. Yep. Um, all right. I look at – and Williams, he's, he's just – He's a classic freaking Alabama wide receiver. Like, at this point, I'm sorry. I'm going to keep drafting him until 
I don't get a Calvin Ridley or fucking Julio Jones. Like, you know, they just produce wide receivers. Henry Ruggs. He's, Henry he's Ruggs. Devontae Smith. Henry Ruggs is the I know. Best. I don't know. They're, you know, Jerry Judy's still there. I mean, he's got he's got a year to kind of show what he's got. Excuses are over for Jerry Judy. Yes, this year, this is his year to prove it. But you know, I look at it. They just it's Alabama, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so at number five, you have Garrett Wilson. So you have number back, four. No, that's oh four. We're on four. Yeah, four my yeah. Uh, back to back Ohio State receivers in your list. I do. Garrett Wilson. I think I have a little bias. Um, I don't like Ohio State, and I think it reflects in some of my rankings. Um, I don't know why I don't like them. Okay. I just don't. Are you a Michigan fan? No. Oh. I, I, well, I don't watch. I don't like college football in general. Okay. I know that's weird. It's a little weird, but, but it is what it is. Yeah, so I think, I think there's a little dislike for Ohio State anyways. He's, this top four is tough. I would have him probably higher. I think I know why you guys have Williams down. It's probably because of the injury more than anything right now. Yeah. And I I care less. I he's all uh, Williams is up there. So Wilson kind of falls into that same group though. He's explosive. He showed up every single game. Yeah. I went over his stats: seventy catches, thousand fifty-eight yards, twelve touchdowns. So yeah. Like you said, he showed up every game, just kind of was out there, mm-hmm. running routes. His route it, running is good. He yeah. he, I like the crisp. He runs good routes. He's another guy that kind of he's like Alave, and the hands sit like they're like they he, they don't they don't go out and catch it. They let it come to them, and it just. I've seen more of that with Olave than I did. Definitely with Olave more. With Wilson, because there was some plays where Wilson had to just go mm-hmm. snatch the ball out of the air. And he well, and sometimes that. it's even just like it's the, the cradle and trying to catch it with the chest a little bit. I don't necessarily like that. That's how you let them go right through the bread basket type deal. But, yeah. Yeah. I like him. Garrett Wilson, there's some – this whole receiver thing is kind of just – yeah, I've seen on Twitter some some people have Garrett Wilson as their number one receiver. Other people have him outside of the top five. Just a lot of different mm-hmm. variations, uh, which is good because you know fantasy football and all this would be boring if we all had the same <laughs> right. opinions. It'd so, be very boring. Yeah, I have Garrett Wilson at number three, as does Hugo. So we've already talked about that. At number three, you have your boy, my boy, who then. Look at looking at these ranks. It might be Hugo's boy more because he has him at number one. <laughs> he, he does have him there. So uh, well, I'm just gonna go over our top three, and we'll just talk about all these guys as is. Uh, your number three is Traylon Burks, then you went Jamison Williams two, and then Drake London at one. Hugo has Garrett Wilson at three, Drake London at two, Traylon Burks at one. I have Garrett Wilson, Traylon Burks, Drake London. So yeah. And I think, like I said, you guys probably, the Burks kind of got pushed back because I'm a big believer in the Williams. I I had a hard time not putting Burks one. You should have. I know you love him that much. I do. 
I'm, I'm switching it right here on the spot. Uh, Traylon Burks is number one for me and Hugo, and Drake London is number two for me and Hugo. You still have Drake London at number one. Yep. Drake London to me is a Mike Williams kind of clone almost. Like mm-hmm. I, that's how I look at him. He's can run any route, can you know make the contested catch, can just yep. kind of do do it all. So. Well, and it was weird. So, I don't know if like the Pac-12 did something funky with their schedules this year. Obviously, I don't pay too much attention. So, London only played eight games. I don't know if there was... It looked like a full schedule, according to their stuff. In those eight games, he had 88 catches and 1,084 yards. Just a monster. Like, literally unstoppable out there. He's... To me, he's got the he's a dominant big guy. I mean, at six five, you better be a freaking dominant guy. And then he blocked a guy like that who does that is and I mean at six five two ten, your ass better be willing to block too. But I think that just kind of sets him up. I like the watch and everything. I don't know if it was Pac twelve or if he just got hurt. I don't, I don't remember closely on that one, but. Yeah. Looking at his game logs, I mean, nine catches, 15 catches, 16 catches, nine catches, 10 catches, 13 catches, four, but then 12. So, yeah. You know, I'm over here talking about uh, Christian Watson. If he could get you three and 86, you know, that's, that's, that can work. But Drake London's worst game was four for 68. So, uh, other than that, every other game was over 100. Besides the Arizona game, we're at 81. He just makes pretty much every catch that comes. Mm-hmm. There's a little, I think there's probably got to be a little hesitancy on his speed, but I think he's just a bigger receiver. He doesn't come out. He, I look at him as his game speed looks a lot different than his test speed. Yeah. And, I mean, that's how I feel about trailing Burks, too. Mm-hmm. Like for- so I've got a stat for Burks. To back up his actual speed. A mile per hour. A mile per hour. Yeah. The 22.6. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hit 22.6 on a breakaway run last year. So uh, there, there really is a true difference between game speed and, you know, test speed. Like mm-hmm. some guys just turn it on. Yeah. Right? So, uh, yeah. You know, there's, there's someone chasing me now. So let me go. He made some of the most spectacular catches last year. That's what I like about him. Uh, he's big receiver. For me, kind of the comparison is like a Des Bryant. That's how I feel about uh, Traylon Burks. He's, you know, big, mm-hmm. but has the speed, can go up and make that contested catch, can break away. So Des Bryant's definitely who I saw a lot of in him. Yeah. I saw something trying to, like, kind of compare him a little to, like, how people would use Debo, too, because he. He was a guy who they moved around and used at running back, did other things with him on the on the field. So yeah, they made sure to get him the ball, yeah. like screen passes, all of it. So yeah, Traylon Burks is they had to. I mean, when you have a guy like that on your team, he's a stud. You got to do what you got to do to get him the ball. Anything you want to add with Jameson Williams, or we talked about it already? I think so. My thing with Williams too is because of the injury, 
he's a guy who could wind up in a very good spot. Like just team wise, because it'll, it'll just depend on whether or not teams drop him, mm-hmm. you know, kind of got to look at history, but if he's progressing like he is and he can kind of show it a little bit, I'm sure he's teams are still looking and asking about it and like trying to get all this and information they can. So he's someone that can fall later into the middle of the first round. And that's when you can start seeing those, you know, green Bay could possibly think about trading up and getting him or Kansas city can trade up. Like there's, he can, he's going to be a guy that I think can fall into a very good spot. I personally think Drake London and Garrett Wilson are going to be the first two off the board. Mm -hmm. And then, think any of these other guys could drop to those those sweet spots that we alluded to earlier so yeah that's gonna be interesting and nice to take take a look at when it comes down to it so it makes me want to do the rookie draft before it happens so i can get <laughs> some of these guys that might you know fall into the right place that may not be rated as high yeah i get hey it's coming up it's coming up quick yeah uh, clearly <laughs> Any other thoughts that you have or anybody that we didn't mention or just any final thoughts, period? I think there's a final thoughts is there's a lot more talent in this wide receiver class than a lot of people are giving it credit for. Yeah. And like someone, uh, I think it was fantasy footballers mentioned, you know, running backs, there's not as much talent there and there's not that many great landing spots either mm-hmm. or the wide receivers a lot of talent and a lot of decent landing spots yep. so you know it'll be it'll be fun to see all right we're gonna get into our dream team if you didn't guess from the opening songs our dream team today is We're doing an office dream team. Office. Um, the song that I put it was that you couldn't figure out where it was from. It was the episode where the office is on fire and Ryan started oh, the fire. Oh damn it! How? Oh, I'm so dumb. Come on. Oh. So. I'm dumb. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, stranger. Is uh, goodbye, Toby. As, as, if you haven't looked it up, go look up. Michael Scott's version of it, of Goodbye Toby, and you'll never look at that song the same way again. And then Staying Alive is from the <laughs> stress... Stress relief episode. Yeah, they are doing the CPR. <laughs> so, all great. All great episodes. All right, let's get into the dream team. We're going to do quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, defense. And do we want to go coach? Do we want to go that We got to go coach. Okay. Got to go coach. Damn it. Now it makes I it. didn't. I have someone else. And if you take him, I'm going to be devastated because I he was going to be my first pick. But after us talking about the quarterback position, I can't pass up on Jim Helbert at quarterback. I feel like he's the one that would is the is the best quarterback he's out the there. Best so, quarterback. You know, I got it. I got to grab him there. 
All right. All right. So you have back-to-back picks here. Back-to-back. Okay. Well, you took quarterback. Tough part is... Hmm. We're going to go with... We're going tight end. Okay. Daryl. Oh. Why would you go Daryl? And then at def. Oh, oh, damn, this is tough. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Why is this so much harder than I thought? I don't know. Trying to think of this shit. I'm Weird. going. Three I'm going. In. I'm going defense, and I'm going to go with Stanley. <laughs> that is the worst pick I think we've ever had in a dream team. All right, let's see what you do with this shit. Okay, I gotta go run it back here, and speed kills. And nobody in that show had more speed than Moe's Shrewd oh, shit. when he is running. Alongside the car, give that That's true. ball. And then, yeah, but I think he might run the wrong direction. <laughs> it's a risk we are willing to take. Um, and then at defense, we're gonna hope to keep him in order to because uh, we're gonna put uh, we're gonna put Dwight in defense. I mean, he's he's a defender. He's, he's got the the weapons lined around the he's office. Got the, he's karate master, yeah, black when, belt. When uh, Roy went after Jim. Guess who stopped him? Boom. I mean, Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, F you. Oh, now, you literally picked the laziest guy in the whole show to play. I mean, d- dude, defense. he's like the meanest guy, too. I was going to put him at coach. He's the meanest guy. <laughs> he was going to be my Belichick. Didn't you see <laughs> Didn't you see the way he handled Michael Scott? Just stopped him right in his tracks. Did I stutter? <laughs> Did I stutter? All right. <clears throat> Running back. Okay. We're going to go with uh, Diva and Ryan. Ryan at running back? Ryan at running back. Okay. We are thinking completely different, and I love it. Except for Daryl, that's the only one. And then... Head coach. Creed. (laughs) I can't can't argue with Creed. I don't know why I can't (laughs) argue with it, but I can't. I thought it was, yeah, I wanted to put him at defense, too, because he just, he's a wild card. <laughs> Such a wild card. He'll bite ankle. He'd be perfect for Dan Campbell. He would literally <laughs> bite kneecaps. Yeah. All right, tight end. I got to get some size like you did. I'm going, I wish Mark was here to announce this pick. Kevin Malone. Okay. 
I mean, in the he was the one draining the shots in the basketball episode. Mm-hmm. So he's got some athletic ability. Oh, I, I gotta go, Kevin. Yeah, I think he's a. I think they have a a fantasy league too, and he's talked about it. Some with the office people, so they have a they do. I've I've seen that. All right, I'm go wide receiver. I'll save coach for last. At wide receiver, I'm gonna go Charles Minor. Okay. He, I mean, I'm he played soccer, so he doesn't know I'm, how to use I'm his taking, hands, though, I'm man. I'm hoping he played goalie at one point. So <laughs> Charles Minor. He's going to be my I don't know the way he kicked that ball in Phyllis's face. <laughs> I don't think he'd played uh, goalie. <laughs> uh, we, all right. We can teach him, okay? Uh, all right, you have to f- close out a quarterback and wide receiver. I've got a good one here. Okay. David Wallace for quarterback. You're going David Wallace. Huh? David Wallace. He's just, he runs the company. He runs the team. Perfect quarterback. Okay. And we saw him play playing hoops with Jim. He's just as athletic, a little, just as athletic. David Wallace as Jim was he? He was playing hoops. He was playing hoops with Jim at the house party. I don't remember this episode. It was when Dwight was on the roof of checking out the <laughs> chimney. <laughs> I have to go back. Alrighty, and then wide receiver. We're going Todd Packard. <laughs> I was thinking about Todd Packer somewhere, but this is the most bizarre team I've put together. It's 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 out there. That's all I can really say. Oh, I was really planning on Stanley being my coach, so oh, I'm stuck between two people, and I can say them because you are done. So I'm I can done. say them. Stuck between Joe Bennett. She knows how to run. Run it. That's a good coach. But she'd be more of the owner. She's no nonsense. She's more. Oh, damn it. You're. (laughs) I was really about to go with this other one. But I don't know if I can. I think I know who your other one is. You definitely don't. Robert California. Wrong. Okay. I'm going to go with Joe Bennett. The other one I was thinking about. Was uh, Hank the security oh, guy? Oh, that's a good one. I almost went with Hank. Damn. All right. So looking at my team, we have at quarterback Jim Helper, running back Mo Schrute, wide receiver Charles Miners, tight end Kevin Malone, defense Dwight Schrute, and coach Joe Bennett. Your team at quarterback <laughs> David Wallace, at running back Ryan. What's it? Ryan? I can't think of his last name right now. Ryan Howard. Yep. Wide receiver Todd Packer, <laughs> tight end <laughs> Daryl Philbin, and defense Stanley Hudson, and at coach Creed Branton. Hey. Hey. Uh, he knows what he has to do to win. <laughs> Oscar was in consideration for coach for me as well as as Hank. Almost put Kelly. <laughs> I was trying to think of different people I could throw in there. No one took Michael Scott. I yeah, that's a that's a tough one. No one took Andy Bernard. Of course, no one took Toby. Toby, no what a dick! Yeah, get out of here, Toby. Toby. All right, we're gonna close out this episode then. 
That was a fun dream team. That was a lot I, harder than I expected. I can already 100% guarantee the victory for my team. <laughs> Stanley as my defense was not a very good smart pick. You think Stanley's going to catch Moe's? He's going to uh, Stanley's going to make Moe's turn around and run the other way. That's probably true. You've got, you got white supremacists on your team. No, I don't. Who? Dwight and Moe's. They're not white supremacists at all. Their grandfather was. Mm, the Boond. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> they are not their grandfather. <laughs> All right? They are at least, not. At least my team knows their history. Dwight creates his own. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything uh, you have to say before we head out for the day? Wide receivers, wide receivers, wide receivers. That's all we need to say, people. Go get you a wide receiver. Or two. Wide receivers. Or three. Or four. Or five. Just don't forfeit them in dynasties like I did because it hurts. It hurts. Hey. You gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, we'll be back next week. Not 100% sure of what we're gonna be talking about next week. The following week, we'll be having a mock draft. An actual NFL mock draft. Oh, boy. Yeah, baby. Oh, boy. Yeah, baby. I'm gonna make sure you don't get any of the Eagles picks. Uh, but other than that, we are out of here. Love you guys. Peace out.